0: This episode of the Hello Craft Podcast is brought to you by the one-of-a-kind show and sale. We want to let all artists out there know about a great retail opportunity this coming December 2009 in Manhattan at the Pier 94. It's the one-of-a-kind show and sale taking place December 11th through 13th, which is prime holiday shopping time. The show will feature the greatest work in fine craft and fine art in all sorts of mediums, including clothing, ceramics, jewelry, glass, wood, painting, and paper. They already have a great group of artists together and want you to join them. For more information, please contact Libby Hanna, either via email at lhanna, H-A-N-N-A, at M-M-A-R-T, dot com, or give her a call at 312-527-7757. You can check this out at www.oneofakindshownyc.com. Welcome to the HelloCraft Podcast, episode 14. I'm Tina Seamonster, and each week I collect stories of your handmade life. Stories of how making and buying handmade connect us to our past and our future. This week's story comes from me again. Well, you haven't heard from me in a little while, so maybe you'll dig it. (laughs) Okay, here I am. It all started in the middle of summer when... This past summer, I was taking my twins, my twin four-year-olds, to summer camp. And it was a co-op summer camp. So that means that all the moms have to pitch in. And since I have twins, I often had to stay sometimes two days a week at summer camp. And just picture a Unitarian church with no air conditioning, except for in the sanctuary, in the, the wedding room, as my girls call it. No air conditioning. D.C. Hot. Swampy, bugs, sometimes 18, to four year olds, three, four hours at a time. A little stressful, (laughs) to say the least. So on my days off from the co-op, instead of walking all the way down the hill home, I would stay at the church in the sanctuary. Now, I don't usually spend time in churches, so I was like, okay, what do you do in the sanctuary? So I decided I would take some projects with me to work on while I sat in the sanctuary. So I bring my iPod, and I had been inspired by Jenny Hart to start embroidery. Some of you may have listened to episode 12, which included a story that she told at the Summit of Awesome about how she started embroidery while her dad was sick in the hospital. And I thought, okay, well, Sanctuary is kind of like a hospital, like I'm kind of stuck in this place you know, for a certain number of hours a day. And so I decided to start trying to embroider. I didn't want to use any patterns. I just thought I'm going to get some embroidery thread, floss, whatever you call it, some needles and some fabric, and I'm just going to start writing. So that's what I did. I started writing on this giant piece of fabric that my friend Kelly had given me for something else, another failed project. This big piece of canvas and I just started writing and one day when I was leaving summer camp was over I was walking my twins to the bus to go home and this feeling I felt this strange feeling that I couldn't figure out I wasn't annoyed by anything, the heat or my kids whining or the fact that I was carrying too many things and that I was potty training twins and one of them, you know, just peed on a bus stop and, you know, none of this stuff bothered me. And so then the next day I also was not on duty and I took my embroidery to the sanctuary and it was that day that I realized that the feeling i had had the day before was actually relaxation. (laughs) And I thought, oh, my God, this is what it feels like to be relaxed. I had probably not felt relaxed in maybe, I mean, my twins were four, are four, um, maybe four years, maybe five years. I probably had not been relaxed in five years. (laughs) And finally, I found this thing, this incredibly simple thing that gave me this amazing sense of relaxation. And accomplishment and dare I say purpose and this to me is fascinating and in the last five years I've probably tried Three or four different types of crafts. I mean, mostly I spent hours and hours and hours go coing 1000s of pieces. And at first that was very relaxing because it was, you know, it's over and over again. You're stamping and it's great. But once I went through like one Christmas of having to fulfill thousands of orders for Christmas cards that were go-co-printed, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then around this time last year, I tried wood-burning. And basically, I've been trying to write on items like canvas or wood or paper with different mediums with different techniques for years and nothing worked the way that embroidery does so i spent the summer writing with a needle and what i learned was that this is my medium and i'm so excited and it's so fascinating and wonderful Now, I went to School for Journalism and when you go to School for Journalism, they teach you or they try to teach you that every word counts. And I think that maybe journalism schools should think about making their students take an embroidery class in which they need to embroider their articles maybe once. Because I, having gone to journalism school, never really understood what it meant that every word needs to count. But sitting... For hours and working on a giant piece, I learned it. Every word needs to count. And the summer just got better. I just sat in the sanctuary in the Unitarian Church and I began to bring my iPod with me. And this one day I was sitting there and I finished this piece and it was an embroidered tweet, something I had Twittered. And it said, Thinking today about how an entire generation of Beanie Baby collectors is dying. Wondering how the thrift stores will handle the inventory. And I finished it. And it's huge. It's like 17 by 20 on canvas. And I finished it. And I was listening to my iPod. And I just was so... I felt like I looked up at the pew of the church at the giant piano. And I thought, you know what? If I can do this, I can do anything. I can do, I can be a stand-up comedian. I can go and learn to play the piano. I can, I can do anything. And that's really what making should do for us. It should make us realize the possibility of life. And it should take us out of our daily annoyances. And it should make life better. And so I took this piece, I framed it and I took it up to the DC Art Center and I put it up at this thing that they call the wall mountable show where you pay 30 bucks and you put up a piece of art and you put a price on it. And I put this piece up really proud. I mean, I was really proud to put this piece up. It took me maybe 12 hours. I mean, it took me a ginormous amount of time. I'm a lot faster now after having spent the whole summer. Um, and I didn't sell it. And that's awesome. Like... That's what's so great about making that if it's right, if you're doing what you love, it doesn't matter if you sell it. And I think that's what people are forgetting in this whole constantly checking your Etsy shop to see how many sales you have or how many hearts you have or constantly trying to figure out a new marketing ploy. To sell something that you are undercutting yourself on. I think we all need to take a step back and sit in a quiet place and learn something new and remember ourselves and remember to love what we do. So that's my story. I'm an embroiderer now and it's just awesome. Thanks. Bye. Now we want to hear from you. This podcast is listener-generated. Just call our toll-free voicemail line at 1-888-317-3785 and leave a message up to five minutes long. It's okay if you make a mistake. Call again and leave another message. You can get all this information plus much, much more at HelloCraft.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back with another episode of HelloCraft. HelloCraft is produced by me, Tina Seamonster, and edited by the lovely Chrissy Downing.